Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the motherfucking Touch the City podcast. You already know what the fuck it is. I am one half of the podcast, Fax Mercury, a.k.a. Anthony Mavis slash Davis Beacon. I don't know if anybody got that reference when I made it my name on Twitter, but that was the deep cuts for all my people who grew up in the late 90s, early 2000s. Mavis Beacon teaches who type in. Shout mm. out the black woman teaches who type in. <laughs> Facts. Um, <laughs> we hear episode 18. Uh, I didn't get to look up NBA players who wear NBA yeah, Who actually uh, wears 18? Why do I keep doing this every time I should team NBA players or number players? Number uh, easy. Oh, who the Shit. fuck? Anderson. Wait, oh, wait, wait, no. It's say Anderson Verge. It's cop. He ain't wear 18. Oh, wait, I just say that. Yeah. Um, oh, he did. Marco Benelli. Okay. That's oh, Marco Bellinelli. Yes, sir. Okay. Rajah Bell did. Uh, Omri Caspi. Oh, yeah. That guy's been a role player. <laughs> Della Vadova in 19 to uh, 2020. Yeah, oh, damn. shit. Oh, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Okay. All right, Phil. I just see oh, that, too. Nah, we going with Phil. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Phil Jackson. So as a player, not yeah. as a coach, that's separate entirely. Um, you already know what it is, and I'm of course joined here by the legendary man himself, the driving master. Now, yeah, <laughs> the driving master. Yeah, oh, hell master. yeah. Over the last, over this week, yeah, Vin bro. Diesel, Dom Toretto, <laughs> Don Toretto, Tom Cruise with the maneuvers. You feel me? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you already know, man. It's your boy, uh, Twin Four K, aka that's an aka. My, well, my name is Tenny, but aka Twin Four K. You know, back on set, man. Uh, just happy to be alive. You know, do say Yusuke with the Avi on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, you know, I'm just out here just chilling, man. I'm happy to be alive. Corona has not gotten me yet. Thank Lord. You know what I'm saying? We're thankful. And uh, yeah, man, yeah. I'm just getting ready to pod, man. You know, just like Justice said, I've been driving like crazy lately. So, you know, it feels good to do other than driving. <laughs> yeah. How was your week? Uh, my week was pretty good, man. My week was pretty good. Um, you know, obviously, at least leading into the weekend, work hasn't been too crazy. Um, obviously, over the past two weeks, I would say it's been picking up more steam um, from the standpoint of like, you know, users, definitely more issues coming up. Uh, you know, I, I think a lot more problems just in general have been showing up at the sites that I cover. So I've been having to do a lot more, um, at least from, you know, calling out texts or showing up and say, bringing equipment, doing all the shit that comes with kind of being an overseer, uh, overseer tech of an area, I guess you would say. So that was cool. Um, leading into the weekend, I actually took a little drive into Ohio um, to actually send off my little bro. Anybody who ain't following my little bro on the ground, you know, go ahead and give him a follow, man. If you've seen, he got his white coat. Uh, we took some pictures yeah, for him. Sir. So that shit was pretty dope, man. Congratulations to him, man. You feel me? Uh, that dude put, yeah, yeah, man, Dr. Bashron on deck, man. You feel me? Like 10 toes down. He stood 10, 10 toes down and just fucking grinded, man. He truly, truly grinded. Yeah. Uh, you know, didn't hesitate at all. You know what I'm saying? As far as, you know, just put, truly put in his mind to what he wanted to do. You know what I mean? He said, yo, I wanted to be a doctor and didn't give up. A lot of people aren't doing that or at least are, can't say they are doing what they want to do or truly happy at what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Toon really yeah. just, you know, stuck it out and, and and grinded for it. So I can't be anything but happy and um, you know, just salute, you know, salute my little bro. Congratulations. Um, but yeah, man, we whipped it out to Ohio. Uh, what was that? I think it was almost 600 miles there and back. So it it was like a it was a pretty far drive. 
uh, about nine hours uh, each way. Um, and I mean, terrible rain, terrible, terrible, terrible weather. I know, obviously, we had like the, I think it was the tropical weather storm in New York. So as I was like yeah. leaving out of the uh, city. Friday? I think. Yeah, that was on Friday, bro. And it was like just raining like crazy. And, you know, you, as you're getting more into the middle of the country, I mean, you know, all the, the shit that you see on those Doppler radars with the, the crazy cyclones and hurricane twisters, like that's what was happening on those highways, man. I was getting like monsoons with less than six feet visibility in front of me, having the Tom's Cruise, the whip, man, avoiding crashes because they're occurring like within split seconds for me. I mean, you know, I definitely don't want to do that again anytime soon. I feel like, you know, driving in rain period is a taboo to me because I feel like shit, you know, you're you kind of yeah. playing games, you know, attraction, people can't move, people can't see. So imagine doing that, going 70 miles an hour, 80 miles an hour on the road for 600 miles. Like it was, it was pretty, uh, pretty tough, pretty tough. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, that was pretty much it, though. I mean, you know, we did that. We came back home uh, yesterday night um, and, you know, definitely was pooped. Even my energy somewhat right now is still kind of fried, but we here, man. You know what I'm saying? We here. We on Dizzle and, um, you know, I'm sorry, I'm just here to pod. I'm, I'm here to turn up, brother. But um, how about you? How was your week? Uh, the week was solid. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think on the weekdays. It mm. was a somewhat kind of busy week, just like really. I don't know. I, I think I just wanted to be more productive last week and it just kind of made me feel busier just cleaning around and doing stuff more. Um, Friday, I didn't do shit because of that storm. Um, what the fuck? What else did I do? Uh, Friday was my father's actual birthday, but Saturday we went to his house again, celebrated. He turned the big six zero. That oh, happy birthday, Pops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out pops we got him oh my god i swear to god if he breaks that shit we bought him a drone we bought him like a really good drone one of them dji joints oh that's what's up he set up nice yeah yeah we we, we all put in bread for that but it, <laughs> he says he actually before we started um he sent me a video of it of just like he put music behind it just of like using the drone and the tiny amount that he has looks good i mean i, I was surprised at the camera i knew it was good but between that and like the features that it has, I was like, all right, well, if you make use of it, then, you know, I, I hope it helps. This is basically what I was saying. Like, I hope it, you know, you take it seriously because this shit is like not a toy at this point. Like it's, it could be a business if you use the drone right. Um, but yeah, between that, uh, just, you know, making music. Well, Ruthie today uh, started her first day back. Um, so that was just interesting being home solo, solo dolo. Like, mm. and even though it was just for like, six seven hours just being home by myself and i was just like this is so weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, no after, it's a strange feeling yeah time, super strange feeling but then i took that time to like all right well if she's out and you know we got food to be done like i'm gonna just do it now so mm. it, it was you know interesting to just be productive in that kind of way so but yeah, yeah no, it, was, it was a solid week it, it looks like it's gonna be a good week this week um so yeah i, I no complaints for me yeah, I, I feel like that's the thing that not a lot of guys, at least I feel like or at least maybe amongst like the millennial generation, like we kind of take pride, of, pride in it, even like the gener Z years, I guess, like being that like yeah. stay at home or productive type of man or dude in the crib, like, you know, cooking the food up or cleaning up, making sure shit is like, you know, done. Because even me, like, you know, if I'm working from home for se per se and like shy, she's obviously going into work like tomorrow, for instance, she's going to go into work. I have the option of working from home. So if I'm home, same thing, you know, I might sit in the crib, you know, cook up the food, you know, clean things up, be ultra productive. Like you'll see with that seven to eight hours, it 
it just feels so strange like to not do anything like if you ever find yourself just literally like being lazy during that time frame it's just like yo what the fuck like for eight hours i'm not doing anything like especially when it's not like or saturday or sunday yeah it's just like weird like yo what what my partner is out doing something productive yeah i would just kind of feel weird like well i'm gonna sit at home and do nothing exactly something yeah, and that, you know, like, like those, you know, shout out to the guys that you know at least you know stay home, you know, and make sure to be productive at least, you know, while their partners are out there grinding. Shit, that's what my uh, wifey be on. I know, shy, she be out there grinding at work, hand it in. Shit, my ass. Shit, yo, what you want for dinner? You know what I'm saying? Well, you want me to go get this? Right. Uh, let me get the crib ready. I mean, you know what I'm saying for wifey? You want to drink this tonight? Or you want me to get you some ice cream? Huh? Like, what's up? Like, you getting the house ready? Like. <laughs> So oh, exactly. That's what I did. I fucking cooked. I did all the shit, made sure everything was good. And it was, you know, it, it did require like a decent amount of preparatory this meal. So I was like, all right, bang that shit off. I'm gonna make sure I time it. So when she gets home, it's done. And that's what I did. She got home, boom, the plates was already ready, the food was there, so cooling down. I was like, ah, victorious. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up though. Oh man. Okay. So I mean shit. What to get to today? Um, I mean, what has gone on yes. over this weekend? First and foremost, uh, uh, um, a moment of uh, a condolence. Uh, as we say, uh, rest in peace to Naya Rivera. Uh, unfortunate death that we learned about today. This is being recorded Monday, July 13th. Uh, unfortunate death that we, uh, somebody of a more visible status and knowing that she left behind uh, a son. So very, very sad time right now seeing that, especially in the tragic fashion that it happened. It was just, you know, mm-hmm. super, super depressing. You know, just another, you know, we talked about, I know, one or two episodes ago, just, you know, these these reminders of mortality. So this is definitely one of those times where you're looking like, how did this happen? You know, that's that's what a tragedy is, where you're just, you know, how, how did somebody die doing this? You know, this is not supposed to happen like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I entirely agree. Um, You know, rest in peace, Naya Rivera. Uh, you know, just peace and my condolences to her family, um, her loved ones, you know, anybody that she was close with or, you know, um, had a true relationship with. I just, you know, want to offer my condolences and um, prayers, you know, and, um, prayers up to them and their families. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I echo every single word you just, you know, said, like, I mean, it's a tra- tragedy in the ultimate sense, you know, similar to how uh, when Kobe passed, it was just like, wow, you know, like, how did that happen? And, you know, same thing when, when they even said, you know, Naya Rivera was missing and we were all hoping that, um, you know, we, we were hoping for a miracle, honestly, to say the least. Uh, we were all um, hoping for a miracle when they said that she was missing, you know, and they were kind of like describing the details as to, you know, how they found her son, you know, just laying um, by himself on the boat. Up sleeping, he was like unconscious or whatever. You know, I, I'm not exactly sure what the word was, whether he was unconscious or sleeping, but to just find the son on the boat. And I mean, you know, Naya Rivera's, uh, like, you know, uh, I think the adult life vest was missing, like, she wasn't wearing the vest. You know, a lot of questions, um, you know, came up, you know, around her passing, and it was just so unfortunate. It's, it's just such an unfortunate situation, you know, to get that confirmation today was just unfortunately heartbreaking. And, you know, um, rest in peace to Naya, um, you know. And we all miss you. We, we will all miss you for real. Yes. Um, and not to to be grim again, but also I I really did want to make a note of this. Um, it's been five years since uh Sandra Bland passed away as well. That was an, another mm-hmm. tragedy that I just, you know, got reminded of. Just you yes. know, uh, you know, seeing, you know, as much as the media doesn't like to cover it, 
But, you know, people are still out here today protesting the same shit we were mad about and the reason why she died. You mm-hmm. know, so, you know, it, it's still here. Just, you know, like I'm trying to, you know, always steer the podcast in a way where we hit on these topics. But, you know, just because we even move on to it from an extent doesn't mean it's not prevalent in our minds or we don't see it going on all around us and that we don't care. It's just a matter of, you know, I'm trying to to make some normality out of all of this going on, you know, like uh, this is a time where all right, we're talking for an hour and a half to two hours. You know, I don't want to really, you know, always discuss that because, you know, sometimes I like to use this, you know, I'm talk about happier things in a way, you know, or talk about things that have a little less stakes than that all the time because I'm having those discussions all the time elsewhere. So, um, you know, we still see it. We still, you know, we know people are out there, you know, don't, don't forget that, you know, this is not a trend. It's not some shit that's, you know, coming for a month or two and then going to disappear. Nah, these people still out there doing the work. So just yeah. wanted to touch on that. Oh, no, that's a, that's a fact. Um, You know, RIP Sandra Blaine, you know, I saw that also today on the timeline. And, uh, you know, when you really do think about it, too, like, wow, you know, it's still like justice for Sandra Bland. Like, we still are talking about that. Like, that's still a thing. Um, There's just so many names. You know, when we, you know, you go back to a couple podcasts, like when we were going off, just ringing off names, you know, just off head. And, you know, like Sandra Bland, unfortunately, is just uh, another one of the unfortunate, um, you know, souls that just have been lost to unfortunate police brutality it's just like you know you don't understand why they're arrested you don't understand why they they go missing and i mean like sandra bland's her case was just so grim when you look at the mug shots and the like the conspiracy on the fact or the fact that she looks dead in her mug i, I you know i don't even want to get that into all that terrifying Man, it's just terrifying yeah that out, i was like wait 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 i'm not ready for this level of insidiousness you know like yeah. of some of People having the caliber to do that. I'm like, I, 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 you know, like that was a a moment of like innocence being shattered away. Like, wait, wait, wait. We're at this point where people are doing that kind of shit. Doing that type of shit. But I mean, and like, honestly, you know, when you consider like at least where we are today, you know, when you look at what police have done on camera, you know, the things that have been said, you know, like shit, just the other day when those cops were saying that they can't wait to just fucking like incite a race war pretty much like this is when you hear these things just being captured now they, there's just more publicity more of a, a magnifying glass per se on um police officers and police activity like you just really have to start to give those conspiracies credence you know even when you look at uh, Vanessa Guillen she's another one like when you yeah. look at her case it's just like bro like you have to give credence to these conspiracies quote unquote where okay they might have done even some more vile shit that anybody could have imagined. It's very possible. And this is why, I mean, you know, I don't want to go too far off on that tangent, but I mean, it ties in at the same time, you know, that there's no such thing as a blue lives matter with all due respect, like to anybody who's a police officer. I know I have family that are police officers, but there is no such thing as a blue lives matter. This, that shit don't exist, bro. Y'all can go home and take that fucking uniform off and things like that. And, 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 you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no such thing as a blue lives matter or things like that. There is really only black lives matter because y'all niggas is just brutalizing us. Y'all treat us like we're not human beings. Y'all can do some crazy vile shit and just cover it up. Like, y'all are some despicable human beings. Like, do y'all really want that under the guise of a blue lives matter? Like, that shit don't exist. It does not exist. It's bullshit. And, you know, it's, it's just crazy, man. It's, it's truly crazy. R.I.P. Sandra Bland. The the fight continues and, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, don't don't honestly, that's actually a, a, a great way to like somewhat transition to that topic 
or slash mm-hmm. argument of just like the notion of people like forgetting the the focus. Like I feel like, you know, you got people, you know, painting murals and things like that. I understand symbolism. And I feel like that's been a kind of a big discussion, whether it's been in the NBA. People try, yeah, like shit. football, the performative like, shit. The diet shit the NBA's trying to do. Oh, you can, you can, you don't have to put your name. You could put one of several statements that we previously oh, selected for you. No, no, no. You can't write whatever you want. No, no, no. These are the only options we have here. And some of these are so fucking basic. I'm like, really? Like, mm-hmm. and that, I'm just tired of it because any, any time like activism gets co-opted by like corporations or governments to an extent, like it, it becomes desanitized. Like the, the mm-hmm. movement is, it doesn't discredit the movement, but it discredits that particular message from the corporation. Like if you, if, yeah. you know, like when it's like a marketing scheme. Yeah, it's a, it's you know it is a marketing scheme, and it's you're being you know you're diluting the message because it's not a pure message. It's all right. How can we use this message while not you know uh, removing the business aspect of it? You mm-hmm. fucking dirtied it up because the whole point of that message has nothing to do with money. It doesn't matter about anything you know money related. It's about that one thing. And when you add the benefit of how can we use this to make money. You, you've destroyed the message, you know? So when you regurgitate back uh, that shit back out to people, like, we sniff that shit out every time. So mm-hmm. please keep that shit. We don't, we don't want it. We know you don't really give a shit. We just know that it's clear that the majority of your customers are of a black or brown ethnicity. So that's why you've decided to do this, because you're like, all right, I guess we need to appease them so we don't lose all of our fan base. But we can't uh, uh, upset the other 30 to 40% of our viewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, honestly, that's that's pretty much where they are with that. Like, I don't feel like, you know, just like you said, I, I, I don't know if they're really where they need to be as far as, you know, like the action, the the support, at least to the Black Lives Matter movement. Like they have to be more actionable. And, you know, that's why I kind of respect, you know, like when you look at something like the NBA, like, you know, when LeBron says, no, nah, I'm not going to fucking put anything on the back of my jersey. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I want a, another more than school. I want to open another school in Akron. I want support from the NBA to do that. I want the NFL to support, you know, people like a Colin Kaepernick or back players in black communities and things like that. You know, that's what we should want from these sport leagues, from these, you know, um, big manufacturers, these big brands. We shouldn't want a fucking paint job on Fifth Avenue. That's literally stealing that quote from fucking Stephen A. Stipp, but that shit is a fact. Like, that's really what's satisfying people. People like are happy at like that we're getting murals on streets, like a fucked up streets at that. And not even nice ones. The like, people who that satisfies are the people that don't want anything to actually change. And mm-hmm. the governments. You know, those are that's for elected officials patting themselves on the back for doing minimal work. And yeah. for the people that don't actually want anything to change. You know, those white liberals, those people that sit, you know, closer to center than anything. And so they, you know, they're gonna be like, Oh, look, see, we we supported you guys. Here's a mural. Ha ha. But doesn't, you know, systematically, you've done nothing. <laughs> you've yeah. done absolutely nothing. Done absolutely nothing. Other than fucking waste people's time and tax, probably taxpayer dollars. Like, that's probably yeah. all that happened. Like, and, you know, like, it's just that tone deafness. It, to me, it just can't continue to exist. Like, to me, that stuff, like, you know, we, we're going to have a greater discussion in a minute. I know about, like, just... And it's going to tie in, obviously, with that presidency sheet bullshit that's going on, obviously. But, like, this whole idea that they could just keep feeding us this bullshit, it's just not going to work, man. Like, not no more. At least for me, it's so tiring. Like, it's like, you know, this thing where you wake up and you got to see that shit again. And, you know, like, for people to fall subject to that is just, 
it's idiocy. And I feel like, you know, at least amongst our generation, I don't know if I see that as much, you know, maybe across a certain groups of people, obviously the supporters of that kind of bullshit, the, the conservatives, the Republicans. But for the people that, you know, I don't know, I feel like I, at least for the masses, like the most, the majority, you know, the popular vote of the people, you know, they want that shit changed. And I feel like, you know, we need to start pushing towards that. Yeah, and that's that's what's going on. So you got to have these, you know, these protests and people are seeing that it's not, you know, something that's going to be a week or a day. You know, we got to we got to continuously apply that uh, apply that pressure because the jig is up. I mean, the jig's been the fuck up. But, you know, the the reason why I feel this year was way more uh, of a catalyst for change because you have a fucking pandemic going on. You got people losing their jobs left and right while still being subjected to the shit. So people are already pissed about that shit beforehand, but now we got to deal with this shit on top of losing my job and, you know, X, Y, and Z. And, you know, like folks got to deal with this shit on top of all of that. That's that's beyond people's breaking point. Everybody has a breaking point, And the majority of, them, of America has reached their breaking point to where they're like, listen, I'm, we can't do this shit. Something's got to give. You know, mm-hmm. we can't fucking stop a virus, but we could damn sure, you know, try to get, you know, a, a, a legislation in action for the other things. Mm. So people, people fed the fuck up. So, you know, we're all tired of the shit. We're all tired of the performative acts. You know, we, we, we don't care about, you know, brand saying we're listening. Um, we hear you. We're ensuring that every customer feels appreciated and valued. No, no, no. All you're concerned with is the bottom line. You don't give a shit about these people. You know, unless you're putting your money where your mouth is, you know, unless you're actually showing us that, then that's fine. But until then, like, I, I really don't care what you have to say or, you know, any sad attempts you try to give us at you know, thinking that you're on our side. Yeah. Like, I mean, I should a great example of it actually, because you know, it did actually happen today. We didn't talk about it in pre-pub, but um, Daniel Snyder, owner of the Washington Redskins, finally changes the name Washington Redskins. He's going to remove the name. But I feel like, you know, if anybody's been following NFL, I don't follow it hardcore, but like, this is something that they've been talking about for years. You know, I'm a big first take guy. So Max Kellerman, I mean, this dude has, at least has been harping on it for like two years about how like, you know, offensive the name is. And I entirely agree. I mean, you know, literally their fucking logo was an Indian person that was like burnt red like clay. And I mean, you're calling him a redskin, like, but he's clearly an Indian, like he's a Native American. And, you know, yeah. I, I just don't understand. Like, yeah, I just don't understand like how that was able to go on. Like when they were bringing up some of the statistics around it, like this thing was like, uh, a record like a fucking 87 years it was like the longest running um name in like all across all sports like in history or something like that where it was like okay they held on to it for 87 t- years like every other team had to change their name before the i was just like wow like so they really took pride in like being racist basically that's what it sounded like like what the fuck? Like, like, they're not the only example you got the cleveland indians for god's sakes the fucking the baseball team, the, the fucking mascot, and the logo is a red-faced person with a, a feather in the air, clearly indicating, and the name indicates you're, these are Native American. You know, you got, oh, what is it, Florida State Seminoles, the Florida State University Seminoles? I don't yeah. know if they changed their name. The oh, Seminoles yeah, the Seminoles, paid. you're right. Gets paid for that, but you know this this happens like around the world, or, or at the very least in within America, where you have these fucking names. That why, why is this a name? You know why are we still dealing with this? And I, I saw like a tweet today, people saying like, "Oh, you guys are just starting to care about this Washington Redskins thing." I'm like, I don't know what you're fucking seeing. People have been yelling about this shit forever, forever, in all honesty, yeah, forever. You know, like, it's 
not that it's, you know, it, it is a brand new issue. It's okay. This, you know, this is something so simple. Like, why are we still dealing with this? Why can't you change the name? In the same vein, you're asking, why are you offended? Well, why couldn't you change the name? How hard is it? You know, like you can find something. You could keep the same color scheme and find something. And we see now that the only thing that's going to get these people to fucking do uh, to to actually go through with this shit is if their bottom line starts to hurt. Those sponsorships Mm -hmm. started to drop because they saw the public backlash. So those sponsorships were like, well, we're not trying to get involved with y'all. That money starts to lose. And now you see homeboy be like, all right, I guess I'm going to change the name. (laughs) Yeah. He has no fucking, he has no, uh, it's nothing to fall back on at that point. Because he, I, I think, what was it? I, if it wasn't like a year or two ago, but he, like they asked him if he would change the name, literally the dude was like, yeah, I would never change the name of those Russian terrorists. It's like, he's a hardcore racist, man. Like, that dude was not with it. And like, you know, just like you said, his bottom line was offended and um, affected. And then he had to change the name. So, I mean, shit, shout out to, um, you know, Native Americans to get for getting that done. I know they've been vocal in that for the longest, you know, shout out to everybody that's been involved. I know Nike was a big player, player behind that. You know, they got out in front was like, yo, look, you know, I think it was them in FedEx. Cause I think it's the FedEx arena that they play in. So FedEx. Yeah. Yeah, man. They just, you know, like lit that fire under them. And that's like, you know, that's really been my whole thing about, just a lot of change in the country. Unfortunately, it is all monetary. Like m- money drives everything. Like, you know, when you can affect somebody's bottom line of making income, because that's all this country like really functions off of is capitalism. Yeah. People care about business and its ability and um, the country's ability to make money. Everybody's ability to make money is kind of like king in certain people's eyes. So if you can affect that, you know, you really have a good chance of you know, really changing or getting your influence. Like, you know, dude, Stephen A was on first take today talking about that shit. He was like, yo, you know, like, why don't people just like support like those black, like make like a black pack, like a political action, um, you know, party type shit where like maybe fucking like, even if like the top 10 athletes in NBA, like the top 10 NBA athletes with the best 10 contracts all took like a hundred K and put that shit into, you know, the black pack. Like, and you know, I'll be honest, like, you know, those are the things that I feel like just need to start being done, you know, start, you know, um, mobilizing the money, you know, you know, grouping it up and like giving it to people like politicians so that they can make the change, you know, at least on the government side of the things. And, you know, at least putting people in office and, you know, getting behind them and doing things like that. So this is so much there's so much um, that needs to be done, at least, you know, rather than the symbolism shit you know, and, and doing the fake things. Like, I just want to like people to still remember, let's be actionable about how we're about to, you know, like get change in this country, you know, definitely don't lose. Yeah. You know, focus on the actual goal, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I, guess, die, so... I guess, yeah, no, since we're on the topic though, I was going to say like, I guess we can kind of just transition the conversation into this, this whole presidency debacle. Cause you know, you yeah. obviously got Kanye West you know, shit, he announced he was running for president or at least re- reaffirmed it because there was speculation, like, I feel like yeah. at first, but it was like, now that Kanye is saying it, like, it has gained so much fucking steam, like, over the last, like, yeah. you know, two weeks, really. Like, I feel like he just tweeted it. If not a week ago, it was two weeks ago. Um, Like, I, I obviously, he had that Forbes interview. I didn't actually get to sit down and read it in full, but I mean, Twitter itself kind of gave me the gist of what this fucking insane dude was talking about. I mean, you want to kind of give me a rundown, bro? Like, let's pull it up. Uh, One, 
let's 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 take a look. Because I know he has some crazy anti-vaccination opinions. That man and I know said he was vaccinations are the mark of the beast. <laughs> are the mark like, of the beast? That's we... crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I guess you know, but my problem is, is like. You know, it, all right, here, here, here we go. Okay, I, all right. I, 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 I'll just give you the bullet points. Yeah. Uh, running for president 2020 under a new banner, ready? Called mm-hmm. the birthday pile uh, the birthday party. <laughs> that's that's his platform. You know, Democratic Party, Republican Party, the birthday, the birthday party. party. With guidance from Elon Musk and an obscure vice presidential candidate he's already chosen. Like anything I've done in my life, says West, I'm doing to win. He says that he no longer supports President Trump. I am taking the red hat off with this interview. He's okay with siphoning off black votes from the Democratic nominee, thus helping Trump. I'm not denying it. I just told you to say that the black vote is Democratic is a form of racism and white supremacy. That he's never voted in his life. That he was (laughs) sick with COVID in February. That he's suspicious of the coronavirus vaccine, terming vaccines the mark of the beast. He believes Planned Parenthoods have been placed inside cities by white supremacists to do the devil's work. And my favorite one, my favorite one, he envisions a White House organization model based on the secret country of Wakanda. The secret (laughs) fictional country of wakanda that's crazy bro oh my goodness i don't know man (laughs) kanye west man kanye west ladies and gentlemen (laughs) how do you look at any of that and be like you know what i'm I'm gonna you know what i'm I'm gonna look with kanye on that yeah like yeah this is republican (laughs) talking points this is the same shit like uh fucking ted cruz probably believes like yeah. a lot of the Republican fan base agrees with this exact statement. Did it, I think he said that he would have run Republican? Obviously, if Donald Trump wasn't pro- president and running as Republican, then he w- he would honestly would have preferred to re- run as like a Republican. Like I don't even know, That's- man. I guess like you know Kanye West. I mean, speaking specifically about this Forbes interview, I mean. You know, like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't even know. Like, when he talks, like, you know, I don't know if it's like I take him serious. I don't know whether or not, like, you know. And I mean, I guess, like, you know, I have my own opinions about vaccinations and being in the doctors. Like, I don't typically find myself there. But I'm not anti-vax, like, to the degree. I, Listen, I just don't believe in, you vaccines, know, you need a needle I just don't want to be the first. I don't want to be the first one in the wave of any vaccine. Yeah. Let, let y'all work that shit out in the side effects. Yeah. When it's like, good, I, I, I agree with him there, at least COVID vaccine. True. Like, I I don't want to be the first one on some, yo, pump some COVID vaccine to me. Yeah, yeah, nah, I'll I'll wait on that. Let me me take a step. Let me see what's going on. I'm going to just, I'm going to try my social distancing vaccine with the mask. It's been working pretty good for me so far. You know what I mean? (laughs) But, um, you know, when you look at, like, the birthday party, I mean, like, certain things, like, it just comes off as this is a man that clearly isn't 100% in the right mind. And, I mean, when you have that history of, you know, like, yo, I'm bipolar. Like, you know, it just brings in questions to like, okay, can he be present? And I feel like, you know, I don't want it to come off as like insensitive or like I'm trying to be specific to anybody who suffers with that mental illness. Because I feel like, you know, there have been like several, if not many functioning bipolar people that I've personally known. But like, you know, presidency and specifically Kanye West, I mean, it's just like, yo, wow, the... I don't know, man. Especially with this Forbes interview, it's just like shit. <laughs> like he he does he doesn't even have like good points. I feel like he doesn't have anything of substance, at least 
that you can sell to anybody that makes us want to believe you. Like, you know, I, I find yeah. that myself, like sometimes as a, I don't want to say a, like a fan of his music and a fan of like a lot of his clothing, because I'm not a fan of Kanye the person, but like, unfortunately, like I find myself as one of those motherfuckers that can think he can do one, but the other, uh, this motherfucker, like he, like he really hasn't given anybody anything concrete to relate to. And I find myself always like, yo, like, well, if he assume like you look at him like this, he looks up to Trump and this motherfucker is a businessman. So he probably really truly thinks just off of his business success that he could become president. And I'm just like, damn, man, like, you know, I don't know. Like this motherfucker is just insane. Like he's just insane. He he makes it hard to even want to do anything yeah. like, yeah, like it's just, it's so fucking tough sometimes. It, it, yeah. And, yeah. And it just looking at these bullet points again and again, it's just, I just don't understand, you know, like not saying I don't understand, but it's just very disheartening to see. And not only that, it's just very disheartening to see people constantly come up with excuses for somebody that's, this is not no fucking ploy. Like I just, again, I don't, I don't understand why Kanye West gets so many second chances with people. Like, mm. well, you know, like not to say like, it, I just don't get it. I, I just don't understand that. You know, he's constantly, he wore the red hat. People talking about, nah, he's, he's using it for this, you know? And yeah, he was occasionally getting some people freed from jail, Kim Kardashian. But it was just like, if that was your goal, like you didn't do it in the best way possible. You know, like mm. you've done more damage to get there. And I don't, the cost was way more than the, the reward. Mm. And like we see now he's taken off the red hat and he's like, I'm not fucking with president Trump, but his views are pretty much the same. Give or take one or two things. But that doesn't mean that he's on the right side of those issues. Just means there's, that's not what the rest of them believe. But none of these points, you know, indicate that, you know, he, he was okay or indicate that he was against anything that Trump was doing already. Mm -hmm. So you're to me, this if I saw this on a uh, this is just more Republican shit I'm looking at. Honestly, I just see him. I'm like, OK, that this is standard for a, a GOP candidate. Mm. Yeah, no. So it's just like I, I'm just watching Kanye West, the Republican. And so, like, regardless of whoever it is, if you look at it just like that and then it just so happens to be Kanye, like when you see people caping for him, like, OK, you're caping for a Republican. But because you like the music that they put out, you're OK with that. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, and that, that that is like the crazy thing, you know, because like you know, although kind of, like I find myself on like laughing, I'll retweet the shit, I'll laugh, you know, I like to uh, circulate information, so to me, it's it's nothing for me to retweet it. I like for people on my timeline to see it and chime in, so that we can have those discussions, and you know, I have content even to be able to discuss on the pod. I love like at least circulating information. Um, but like to at least openly be supporting it, and I mean, I guess we can kind of you know, use that to transition into this chance to the rapper situation. And I mean, other artists, like there's been, not artists, but like I've seen other people on Twitter talk, or they talk like, okay, yeah, you know, you know, what's so wrong with Ye or, you know, the questions about Ye as president and, you know, does that make you pro-Biden? Are you guys pro-Biden or anti-Ye? You know, are you guys just racist to Ye? Like, it just comes off as like, yo, what the fuck? Like, are you serious? Like, are you really going to sit here and, and vote for this man? Like, or are you really trying to make the case that this dude can be president at least and not be, you know, I guess just as bad as the two. And, and I, you know, for me, I don't know. Like I, I, I honestly do not know. Like, and that's the thing about, you know, politics with me. I don't know if I say from on a day-to-day -day basis, I feel like I'm affected, unfortunately in New York or fortunately enough in New York, I feel like we're able to live 
very detached from a lot of that stuff. If you kind of get me, I feel like, you know, growing up at least, or at least experiencing these last two years, for instance, these last two, um, four years from Donald Trump, not two, but the last four years from Donald Trump, I feel like not until really as of recent with Eric Garner, and then obviously now with these Black Lives Matter protests that were occurring on Staten Island, New York, and in in the city, obviously, and in Brooklyn, uh, you know, you don't really get the idea. I feel like, you know, we all live in a bubble. Like, we don't get the impact that everybody else is seeing around the, the country. So, you know, you were hearing about the wall. We were hearing about people locked up in tournament camps. There was the travel ban. You know what I mean? Donald Trump was a terrible president. And, you know, unfortunately, it was just like we weren't feeling that shit like every single day. So, like, now I feel like when you, you take a look at, like, these last two years and you, you have these things, it's just like, yo, you know, you're feeling this thing every single day. It's every day in your face. And I feel like, you know, without presidency, you know, we just need to make sure that, like, we're not letting up on that fire of just, you know, the riot, like, now with the protests. Like, everybody's obviously so upset right. over George Floyd. You know, keep that energy. You know, keep protesting. Keep, like, destroying the establishment. And I think that's where I kind of want to start, at least with my opinion on this situation. Like, I think Chance, like, I was kind of with him at first. Like, not necessarily about... The idea of like not voting for Kanye, but I'm with the idea of essentially something that doesn't necessarily resemble the norm we see. And obviously there needs to be some form of a qualification and there's some form of, okay, like, you know, this motherfucker is a legitimate, you know what I mean? He's a legitimate candidate, somebody that can be a leader. Like, I feel like those characteristics, you know, are more so like are more so important to me than anything else. Like, you know, because I feel like, you know, if we continue to like con- support the 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 structure, which is, OK, Biden, for instance, like I support Biden in this case rather than Donald Trump. You know, all I am is unfortunately choosing that lesser of two evils and giving back into the system, because my biggest fear with all seriousness is we give we give Biden the house. He gets the house. And then now in 2024, rather than talking about, OK, who can we get in the house? We're going back to that true two system party of, oh, well, we just had a Donald Trump, so we don't want to kind of like shake up the system again. Let's go with something that's more true, like consistent, something we trust. Yeah, the establishment. Yeah. Yeah, the establishment. Like, you know, I don't want to lose that fire. And I mean, you know, like you even look at it like with the protests, like that's a great correlation. You know, people were burning down buildings, bro. And we literally are now painting murals, bro. Like it's a complete different like change of, just pace and how fast your energy and your message can kind of just get disseminated amongst the crowd. And, you know, like, I, I guess yeah. I get a little bit nervous about that. I don't know. Like, obviously, no, I don't think Chance point. was going there. Yeah, Chance wasn't going there. Yeah, but Chance wasn't definitely. going there because yeah. if it wasn't about Kanye West, he would not have said he wouldn't anything have been about in that the party. Facts. I agree. Shai yeah. said the exact same thing today, bro. It's so crazy. It's because, but to your point, you're, you're, I a hundred percent agree because mm. the, I, I'm in the same boat. I have no faith in the two party system and it's going to take somebody like that. And it's like, either we go for the jugular and going for the jugular at this point is fucking just overthrowing the government. <laughs> like if we want to get yeah, rid of that, no. that's, that's really <laughs> it at that point. But yeah. like, I feel like the, not necessarily the more realistic way, but the way it's probably going to have to go is that one, you have to immediately, the biggest thing we could do right now is after Biden, just stop voting for old white men. Mm-hmm. Even Bernie, sorry. I just do not, these old white men, these are people that their ideology stopped back in fucking 1966, mm-hmm. where they were fine with the, the non, the, the coloreds not drinking from the same water fountains as them. So <laughs> we don't need that shit anymore. Um, yeah. You got to start, and first, you know, obviously people of color 
and, you know, more women. Not that, you know, those are prerequisites, but, you know, try to have a little more diversity, but also their policies, first and foremost. If it sounds like some shit that you're like, oh, okay, I actually care about that. And more often than not, it's going to be somebody, you know, way younger because they're closer to the age where these things matter to them now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we immediately have to go younger. We can't be doing this shit of 70 plus. Like, why are we doing this? Like, well, you know, I'm tired of this. You know, obviously that comes to me. It stems from that, that fucking, you know, that, uh, that indoctrination that old white men are like the wisest people ever. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it, throughout history. They try to always have some old white dude that's like, oh, the smartest person of all yeah, time. Yeah, the wizard or, or the steer in the show the are always yeah. like this white, white man with a long, huge white beard. Long like, beard. I'm tired of that man. shit. You know, like mm-hmm. we, we need people younger, you know, and... Uh, I'm not to say Obama was the greatest president, but we at least got something out of it. And he was the the one of the younger presidents. He was super fucking young for a president. So mm-hmm. I'd rather that where we we were able to be closer to younger people because you're, you're you're closer in age. We get the issues, and you know that's the first step. After mm-hmm. that, you know we have to again, you know, like I think for one, like just you know we we just got to hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. And like we we have to do better in like applying that pressure to them. You know, calling up senators and shit like that, being like, listen, I don't agree with that vote that you just did. Like, I need you to rescind that. I would I, I'm, I'm requesting that you rescind that. If we got like 500, a million of us calling, we can make mm-hmm. some fucking change. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. You know, they're public servants. We got to hold them accountable. We can't just, you know, simultaneously sit back and be like, yo, we just let this guy vote. I thought he was cool and not say anything. Mm-hmm. We got to fucking apply that pressure, too. Yeah, no, I entirely agree. I do agree. And, you know, like, I think that's the unfortunate thing, like, you know, that it is infuriating. You know, you kind of understand that this thing is a it's a slow process, unfortunately, unless you are talking true treason, like the uh, the the goal of wanting to overthrow your government, overthrow a bipartisan system, bipartisan system, because you don't have any more faith in it. You know, you don't believe in, you know, you know, like pretty much your elected officials ability to support your um, decision through and through, like, in that you guys need to be able to just appoint your leaders, maybe per se, seriously off of popular vote. Like, okay, we really like this motherfucker. Let's put him in the, the house or put him in a position of power. Like, unless we're ready to do something drastic like that, then, you know, we do have to still unfortunately support that idea of democracy. Okay, we have these systems, we have these channels for us to at least vote um, people that think like us or people that support the, the ideals and the you know, the, the, I at least want to fight the fights that we're fighting. You know what I mean? Like, these are who we need to make sure that we're putting in the house. And, um, you know, it, it, it sucks, man. It sucks that it's going to take a while. But, you know, like I said, I mean, it, it definitely starts somewhere. You know, Kanye, obviously, is not the the heel to die on. I think Chance the Rapper, you know, I, I guess, like, I, I guess coming back to that whole conversation, I mean, why do you, why is he, like, why do you think people... Are kind of backing this dude so much. Like, why do people just have such a good feeling you know about is? Kanye West? I, I don't know, man. Here, I could, t- I could tell. I think I could tell you in the mm-hmm. vein that all right, people consider Kanye West a genius, right? Because he's so mm-hmm. good at music, and I agree that he's a musical genius. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's his beats are so fucking revolutionary, so on and so forth. X, Y, and Z. You know, he's made an impact on hip hop. But people take being a musical genius to mean that he's just a fucking genius. Period. Mm. You know, and they've seen like the, the the relative success he's had with fashion and they're just like so enamored. You know, somebody's so good at music and somewhat good at something else and people just equate. And also, you know, like for a time, 
he was so egotistical and came out with the craziest ideas. Uh, and but you know, he was such a musical force that you were like, well, I kind of fucking believe the guy, you mm-hmm. know. But that's not enough reason to fucking go out and think that this man is the smartest man on earth. I think that the the kind of person that he is has attracted just the kind of people that are like, I, I will fucking die for you. Cause he's mm-hmm. just that like polarizing of a figure. Like he's just that enamoring of a figure. Like, especially if you go to his concerts where he's basically presenting himself as a God. Yeah. You, if you, you know, <laughs> put yourself up as a God, people are going to worship you. And it's very clear. There are people worshiping Kanye West. Remember he was performing on the platform during the, uh, the, um, the, the life of Pablo tour. And he yeah. tossed on his head and that man just fell back. <laughs> he got blessed by God himself. Yeah. You know, like people love him. And I think it's that way that he's just envisioned himself to be above others. And mm-hmm. he has a product that makes him so good that people are like, oh shit, I I I, I guess he is above us. Yeah, no, that's it. And I guess it's so true. You're speaking like true facts. Like, you know, he kind of has that true God complex. And it's so weird, man. It's like people. People truly do worship him, man. It's like, and it doesn't even matter. Like, it's even it. It's like even in hatred. Like when people hate on him, like they still somewhat find themselves somehow addressing him. Because you know, I always say like the easiest way to like like cancel somebody or not even cancel because cancel doesn't really exist. But you know, just stop talking about them. If you really want to sap their power, you just really stop talking to them. You stop giving them the attention. Like he's just such a commanding, you know, figure in the room. And I mean, you know, I know it's hard, but like you know, we gotta sometimes do our to just. Kind of ignore him, especially when we know he's not in the right mind. I guess like now I'm kind of just referring back to that Forbes interview. You know, you, you know, he's not in the right mind. You know, I guess like dating back. It, I don't know why, like now I'm realizing it, but dating back to all his albums. Like, I mean, the dude, anytime he's coming out with music or something, he's coming with a product. He has to come in and he's talking, he's tweeting, he's he's having an outburst. And, you know, I kind of liken it to my creative approach because I'm not going to lie. I don't really use social media. Other than Twitter, like if I'm on Instagram getting ready to post a picture, like I'll might use Instagram stories to like roll out to an Instagram post or something like that. Like I don't need to really I don't really find myself socializing on Instagram like necessarily the way I would socialize on Twitter. Like, you know, I only really go on Instagram and make noise to post or some shit like that. So like I I can kind of like understand that process, but it's just so funny. Like after a while. It just come like that, like, you know, Kanye, like, kind of, like, tries to get back in people's good graces just to turn around and be like, you know, do some fuck shit. And, you know, like, when you play with something like presidency, it's just on a whole nother level. I don't know if, even me, myself, man, I consider myself a stand of his. And, like, I just don't know if I'm ready to put that type of trust. Trust me, if I was going to a voting booth or and even if I am going to the voting booth, I mean, I'm very comfortable disclosing that. But, I mean, I'm not voting for Kanye West, guys. With all due respect, it's just like, not happening. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I, I run back Kanye all the time, and I'll remember every single fucking verse. I'll listen to that fucking music, but I'm I'm sorry. Like, I'm, that's it. That's as far mm-hmm. as that goes. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. not listening to what you're saying because, you know, like, you just don't say anything of value that makes sense half the time. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, it, the, the way he used to talk, the way he talks now, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, do you yeah. believe anything that you're saying the way you, you constantly flip-flop? Like, he's just the kind of guy to just be devil's advocate for the sake of being devil's advocate. It's like he thinks so much, he's going to be like, oh, I just thought of this idea. All right, but what if I thought about how other people would think about it? And then would take on that ideology. Yeah. He's like, yeah, oh, I'm subjected to racism. But what about if I, w- if I was do- being the racist the whole time? And you're like, oh, see, you thought too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You fucking thought about it too hard. Oh, so, man. That, yeah. That's how I feel about that. 
yeah, and the no, chance it is just fucking hilarious just because you know like we said earlier like we just know that that he was he would not be talking this shit and it's just crazy because he's talking about oh uh i don't really trust biden over or kanye outside of we know that clearly you know he's riding for kanye but the fact that his father worked for Obama in Obama's campaign in 2008 and his mother's a lawyer. Like, you grew up, you know, mm-hmm. by, you know, fucking probably essentially by Joe Biden in the way that, like, you you had, like, almost not direct influence, but you were two steps from that. Like, that political know-how had to have reached the home through, you know, maybe your mother or at the very least your father. So, like, hearing you have these fucking opinions now that you're making money is just fucking... It's just again, like it to me, it just shows me like you there's a certain point where you make too much money. And if you do not have the people around you to to keep you grounded to the rest of society, you just fucking you're you're you become too much in your own head. That's what I see with every fucking celebrity. They always think they're the smartest fucking people on earth, that they have some grand view of everything going on around because they have some house high up in the hills when in actuality, like they they've missed the point entirely. Yeah. No, I honestly agree because you know I'm I'm actually even scrolling through these sweet sounds, and I'm like, you know you can just tell it's just you know it's it's a little bit of just you know misguidance here. He just I don't know. Yeah, he he really I, yeah. I mean it, it's so weird. It's like he truly believes that yeah he should win or could win or you know that I guess like people are being racist towards Kanye because they don't want yeah. him. You know that they're not saying they would vote for him. No, it's just. You know, people don't feel comfortable in it. I and like, you know, I it's there's a hundred million reasons why people shouldn't feel comfortable to vote for Kanye West. There's gonna be a hundred million reasons why people don't want to vote for any type of candidate. It doesn't matter who Right, you are. let alone somebody that has no experience and we see the shit <laughs> that he's standing for. Like, how could you not fucking think this through, dude? <laughs> like he just that's again, that's another motherfucker who says, I don't read, but I be thinking. Because I be thinking. Y'all don't be Y'all don't be reading. Y'all don't do nothing. Remember, yeah. he he was talking about backing Kanye West earlier this week, and then he was like, "Oh well, I didn't read the interview, so I'm gonna go read it now." So right. you you started yeah. caping for him, and you didn't even read what was going on at first. Yeah, I think a Look lot of that. people say that. I've seen a lot of celebrities. I think were saying shit like, "LOL, yo, I'm voting yay or something." But like, nah, like they are definitely nobody is gonna vote him because it's just crazy. Like, it just comes off as like, nah, yeah, like you truly didn't read. You didn't see anything because to me, like when you do go and vote, like at the end of the day, like it truly does say, yo, look, like I support everything this person stands for. And it might you might not. But when you put that vote in, it technically does, because you're choosing to put this motherfucker in or the person who is saying these things. And like if they choose to go ahead and do these things, guess what? You are complicit in allowing them to do that because you chose to vote for them. So, like, you know, I just think that everybody should always be you know, thoughtful when making those decisions. And, you know, and that, you know, that's why, like, I know some people choose not to vote. You know, I, you know, you don't have to not vote, you know, but at the same time, like, just be mindful in those things when you're making sure to follow, like, at least for the local elections and your uh, city elections and, you know, making those impacts in your community so that you can see those true changes, at least on the presidential level. Because everybody just waits for that level, like, point to try and make that change. But it's too late at that yeah. point, you know, because it's really a two-headed snake because of our unfortunate system. But until we change that, um, you know, we got to at least try and support or at least work at least at every level. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what yeah. it comes down to, really. Yeah. And I mean, I guess the spinoff, um, 
that point, I mean, I guess actually I have an album I'm going to throw in here because I remember this shit. This shit actually pissed me off because it was hurtful. But my man, um, what, what, how you say his last name? Robert Unwanwe. Is that his last name? Unwanwe? But my boy, the CEO of Goya Foods, man, he dead switched up on us, man. I'm heartbroken, bro. I'm heartbroken, my G. So and I, I already started looking at alternatives. I'm just like, God damn, man. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's just like, man, like, and I, you know, I don't know, like I, cause I don't want this to come off as like, I'm saying it like specifically in a negative way, but I feel like, yo, there's like this fascinating, like a, a like a fetish, fetishization, like with like a, a lot of Latinos, like, and I mean, I even remember I worked with a Latino dude that was a, such a Trump man. Like, and I'm just like, dude, like Trump really wow. sees y'all all the same. Like what, like, what are y'all so what corrupt you, on this dude doing? for? Like, what are y'all supporting this I man for? It. Like, when he like, sees I, I you, just, he, oh, man. I don't get it. I don't. I uh, <laughs> Like, it's, it's just like, bro, like, I, I really don't understand because, like, you really think, like, he's going to treat you any different? Like, we're talking about the same president that was shitting on Puerto Rico. I don't know if um, the CEO of Goyo is Puerto Rican. I, I'm not exactly sure where he's from I don't know. Hispanically, but it's just kind of like, dog, like, we've seen what Trump's doing. He literally got... Like, with all due respect, and I'm not trying to say it as, you know, y'all all one people, but he got your sisters and brothers, in, like, literally locked up in cages in, in yep. the, on the southern border, on the Texas walls. So that's what I'm saying. Like, are, are you seriously supporting this man? How can y'all get online and say that? And I even seen people that I know and I've, I follow and I've seen, like, from high school talking about, oh, uh, P.S., I'm just letting you know we ain't can't see and go, y'all, fuck out of here, like. Like what? Like what do you? Do, why you shouldn't even feel like empowered to post that? Like it's not an you LOL that. moment. You look yeah. like a dickhead. You look like a dickhead, in my opinion. And you know, like you, you know what? How it really knows shows that you look like a dickhead when you look at the comment thread and like a hundred people's commenting or your twenty friends is commenting, but it's not. None of them is black. None of them are white. It's just a bunch of Spanish people. And to me, that is even more offensive because it plays into that idea and and it kind of even stems back to the shit with Dykeman, like. It's just like, yo, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's really an L for Hispanics because, bro, I fucking love Hispanic people. I know shit. You're Afro, Latino, and I know I have plenty of, like, H- Hispanic friends. Like, I h- fucking treat me yeah. like family, man. And, I mean, when I tell you, like, everybody knows me, man. Some of my favorite places to vacation in the world have been in Hispanic countries, whether it's in Mexico. I've been, you know... Shit, actually, I think it's... Wait, no, I've been to PR, too. I'm fucking tripping. But PR, and then I've been to Mexico, and I mean, I really had a good time between and those DR. two countries. And DR. I'm tripping. I went to DR, too. Shit, I've been everywhere. <laughs> but uh, shit, and then we were supposed <laughs> to do Costa. So, you know, I'm I'm really yeah. into the bag of, like, yo, you know, loving Hispanic culture. Shit, my girlfriend is Hispanic. Like, it's really just a part of me, I guess, now at this point. Like, I really do fuck with the vibe. And, I mean, growing up in New York, you grow up in Hispanic communities. I mean, I grew up on the cusp of West Brighton and Port Richmond. So I'm literally dead smack in the middle of Hispanics and Blacks. Like, you know, this is just really where we was at. And, you know, to see, like, a lot of Hispanics, like, that want to embrace whiteness and want to be, like, you know, like, anti-Black by association, it's just heartbreaking, man. Like, Cause it's just like shit, man. Goya really was a shit. It sucked, man. And I was joking with V about this. I said, bro, like, yo, man, like, it, it's so crazy. Shashi had just had mad fucking red kidney beans. She had mad fucking uh, Goya season and family packs. Like, we had at least twenty of the size on. Like, it's just crazy. Like, and now, yeah. like, I'm about to be using them and ration them slowly. You know and I'm saying he yeah. already got my money on those, so I can't throw them out. But 
can't get no more. Yeah, yeah, no, no, Alternatives no. is about yeah. to be on point. I hope the yeah. body is it's actually just, pretty good though, because I've seen that on Twitter going crazy. And with all due respect, the oh. body of Curry is trash. Wow. <laughs> I just have to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I gotta let y'all know. Yeah. Um that it's just so crazy. I honestly think it's it's assimilation. It's that, you know, you're you know, a, a lot of people come to America, they see what's the, you know what other Americans are saying and latch to that, you know, every mm-hmm. ethnic group that has ever come to America in droves due to whatever, you know, due to immigration, you know, mm-hmm. in search of a better life has had to assimilate, you know, like Italians like to bring up, Oh, well, we're, you know, we were discriminated against too. Yeah. But you, you know, you guys got assimilated because, you know, again, you were the next group. And if you look at every group that has come here, the Europeans came here first, Irish people wanted to come here. Europeans closed the door on Irish folk. Then the Irish people came over. Started closing the door on the Italian people. Italian people came over, so on and so forth. And it's like this constant thing of assimilation where those people become conservative in a way to blend in. And oftentimes it's like, I I don't understand that ideology of once I'm in, I'm closing the door behind me. Mm. Like, I got the opportunity. Nobody else should. And that's how you look. Being a Puerto Rican, a a Dominican, anybody, any type of uh, uh, a Latinx group looking at, you know, people emigrating to this country and not getting in and saying, well, they shouldn't have come over, you know come over our borders i did it legally or i did it x y and z and you're you know that that's just fucking foolish you look foolish because at the end of the day if you're not a citizen like ice could roll up on you and guess what that's it for you too Mm -hmm. yeah like in all honesty you know and the the way like you said like the way trump is talking that shit is all the same to him he don't give a shit none Mm -hmm. of his folks give a shit the cops won't give a shit. They won't give a shit if you're a citizen or not. You look a certain way, you're going to get approached a certain way. You look a certain way, your life is going to be a certain way in this country. Mm-hmm. So you having some fucking fake superiority is not going to shield you from that. So you now you just look stupid because, again, like we said before, you just bootlicking now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> facts. You really just bootlicking, bootlicking, like for real, yo, to my Latino and Hispanic, you know, you know, anybody who's out there, you know, you speaking Spanish, you know, if you got Spanish blood in you, man, I'm telling you, like, stand with us, man, because trust me, we are, we got your back, trust me, the same way, like, we fuck with y'all deep, you know, I don't know any black people that ain't really ever had, and I don't know black people that ever really have animosity, period, animosity, like, we're right. such a... We're such a forgiving We're in the same communities. Yeah, we're you know, really we, in the we same the shared, Yeah, we understand the shared experiences. We, It's all the same because, we, you know, I've never lived anywhere and not been around black people, too. Like, I Facts. see this. Oh, we're always here. We're always in the same location. And it's yeah. like, uh, like you were saying, like, it's just, uh, um, damn, I'm sorry. What were you saying? Nah, yeah, no, <laughs> I like had a just point, like, but I wanted no, no. Nah, like, I was just saying, you know, like just like we're in the same communities, we share similar experiences, yeah. we're around each other. Like, you know, there's no point in us like having animosity toward each other. Nah, we not savages. You know, I know, like I said, with that Dykeman situation, like that one fucking video, I remember that dude was screaming, like, "Stop supporting these savages!" I was doing this and that. Like, nah, like just like you said, there's no point in closing the door on us. Because trust me, the moment you close the door on us, y'all going to be the next darkest group of people. It's either between y'all yep. and then, you know, my brother's out there in the Middle East, you know, those like yep. one of y'all going to have to go next. So, I mean, to me, it's yeah. just no point. It's just going to be a chopping no block until you. everybody's white. And, you know, you definitely don't want that. Yep. Even at that point, they're going to find some way to isolate you like that. that like and shit. then mm-hmm. 
those are the same people that that are are parroting these stupid ass things of you know every time there's some some advance in R you know the first black person to get cast X Y and Z you always get some dumb ass people talking about well what about you know Latinx representation what about this why do you know basically saying all oh, black people getting where's our representation instead of taking the moment away from that you should be supporting that mm-hmm. and you know saying hey listen you know we have similar messages let's push for both. You yeah. were just coming out of nowhere and not saying anything. You could have had all the rest of the fucking day. But the moment you see, you know, black excellence or Asian excellence, you come in out of nowhere and you're like, well, you know, what about this? Yeah. Well, what about, what about like, You know, like, yeah. you know, we can we can all have the, a piece of the bread. Why don't why are you not pushing? Why do you wait mm-hmm. to see uh, black people getting opportunities and you got to open your fucking crusty ass mouth to say something? Well, what about you could have been, you know, you could have been out there in the same vein. Nobody's stopping you. Yeah, she'd be on that dumb shit too. People would be like, oh, well, I see all this shit going on. I don't see anybody out here for Latinx people. Then get your ass out there and start Fast. the movement. And I'm sure some people agree with you. Yeah. And you could be like, hey, listen, I'm fighting for this too. Why don't we why don't we uh share a movement or why don't we, you know, combine? Yeah, I just don't get it. You yeah. know, like it's again, it's that that idea of, you know, that we need to have this fucking interracial solidarity, uh, you know. Okay, us not us versus whites, but in that way that we got each other's backs because no one else is gonna have our fucking back. Mm. No, yeah, that's so, a fact. That's a fact. And you know, shit, I, I'm I'm I know where we'll be. I I know you know shit. That was a little spat. But yeah. At the end of the day, I know Spanish people and black people like for centuries. I mean, we've rocked steady, so I'm, we're gonna keep rocking steady. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm I'm not mad at it. Um, but what else happened? I mean, you know what actually has. Happened. The NBA kicked off. I mean, well, not the actual games, but I mean, them motherfuckers is back in they Orlando, move, man. man. How you feeling? How you yeah. feeling? I know, I know, it we was a little skeptical, so man. It looks so weird. It, it does so look weird. weird. I, I don't it, like it at all. It looks so dismal and just uh, depressing. It's like yeah. they're in like a, a lightly guarded prison. It's like yeah, I, I got have, like, It's nice, but it just looks so odd. It it just does not feel right. <laughs> no, nah, I absolutely have to agree. You know what um, set it off for me? I actually, I, I don't know what league this is, but there's a league playing right now that Joe Johnson was playing in, I think, on Friday or Saturday. And it was like, mm-hmm. you know, they were playing like contact basketball. And, you know, just seeing them play basketball in an empty gym and, you know, it, it, I don't think it was even the optics of the empty gym. I just think seeing people that close with sweat, with contact. Freaks you out? Yeah, like, it, it's starting to just give me PTSD with all seriousness. I, I have very weird, like, feelings about seeing that many people that close together and yelling at each other's faces. Like, because there's so much, like, s- shit you can't see that you're just throwing all over each other. And it's just like, like, nah, there's no way to, sa- like, sanitize yourself from that. Like, that, the threat, if any of them have coronavirus, bro, like, the chances of you getting it is just so high at that point. That is just like, I can't believe that, you know, we're actually here. And I mean, you know, the NBA, I mean, I, I guess they're testing every day. I mean, you know, when you want to be hopeful, you know, and I somebody had a, a great point. You know, what if we ev- end up getting to like the finals or some shit and like LeBron test positive for coronavirus? Do you think they would just like eat the bullet and let these niggas play? Like, I feel like, yo, this some crazy shit would happen like that. Yeah. Like, these motherfuckers is really desperate to get the season back on. In the role, and I mean, shit. Look, James Harden and Bro- uh, Brody, uh, Russell Westbrook, they tested positive today. They tested so just- positive. See, you get, if another high-profile player, just shut it down. Like this mm-hmm. is just way too much. Like trying to make it work, you know. Mm-hmm. Like if you got to, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, like I, you know, y'all know my stance, but I'm just gonna say the same shit. Like it just does not feel worth to do because if some, like if this keeps happening, like if this, you know, 
uh, if someone else gets the shit again, like how how much are we really risking people? Yeah, no, I entirely agree. You know, like I kind of think that you know, given especially just given the circumstances, because I mean, especially at this point, look, they have to quarantine at least a minimum of fourteen days. I'm assuming. And they'll probably, yeah, you know, the, even when they test negative, they'll probably still be a couple of days before they could actually even come into Orlando. Yeah. So let's say they miss all of the practice warm up. You know, they got to get into rhythm. Like we're just gonna see like such a weird brand of basketball. Like yes, it's gonna be basketball, and maybe by the finals, those final couple of games will be fairly intense competitive games. But we might not get that at least at first. And you know, like I don't know, I don't know if I want to see that. But at the same time, I mean, I know my fucking brain is so desperate to see, like, sport of any kind. Like, I was watching the URL battle, fucking Rap League Lux versus Sue Surf. I was watching that shit, and that shit had me going crazy in the crib. Like, just, like, competitiveness, sport, like, versus, like, that's why versus has been so crazy for me. Like, you know, I know yeah. I haven't been too hyped, but when they, like, I'm watching it back on YouTube, uh, watching Jadakiss and, and Fab battling, you know, as Jadakiss is getting into his bag and he's, you know, he's mad, drunk and wavy. Like, I'm literally hyped out of my ass seeing him get into his bag and get wavy, like, you know, and, and I guess that's just where I'm at. You know, unfortunately, you know, I know I am desperate, but like you said, the player safety come first. You know, I don't want to hear, like, you know, LeBron get sick or Kawhi get sick or... You know, anybody of anybody else getting sick. I know on the uh the Joker, uh Jokish, he was sick as well. So, you know, I want everybody to stay well and uh, you know, we could just wait it out, man, for this virus. We could wait this virus out, kill it off with a proper vaccine. Um, hopefully uh, I'm gonna get revision three point Don't want that one point <laughs> But yeah, man, that's <laughs> yeah, what we yeah, no. <laughs> that's what no, I'm gonna see the side effects. I'm gonna see the bugs and glitches first. Let's Fact. get it worked out Fact. before I download the patch. Yeah, update 9.99 or some shit. I don't want the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't want the point six two zero or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, Why it's not? just, you know, like you said, it's just way too weird. And we're so far out. We're so far out from a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Like, try, why are we trying this early? Like, it's only been four months. We could have been done with this shit. Other countries, it's like, we're COVID-free. Open it back up. All right, everyone. It was good. We, we, did, we, did, we did what we had to do. Go have fun now. Yeah, it's, it's American arrogance. American arrogance. We have we have the explorative arrogance, and we just applied it to every aspect of our lives. Like, why why do you have to tell me what to do? Why do we have to stay inside? Why do why this? Why that? Like, people just man, American America, such a silly country, man. Such a such a silly country. Yep. Should uh. Actually, yo, you know what? I just I'm reading this motherfucker. Fucking Gisseline Maxwell reportedly moved from cell to cell to avoid assassins. Excuse me. That's just another. Assassins. That's another crazy situation, man. Like the world is just. Ugh. It's, yo, it's, it's, I seen this crazy shit where they were like, "Oh, if she testifies, you know, like, oh, it's gonna be a woman that takes down Trump. That's gonna be so sweet, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, can't wait. Yes, Queen." And I'm like, "Wait, wait, are we are we forgetting that she's, she's a part of the fucking ring? She's like, a part of one of the most massive pedophile and sex trafficking rings to ever touch Earth. Like, are are we gonna forget that? Like, we we can't forget that. That's like the most important fucking part. Yeah, people like, too, like they crazy. always try, they always trying to like." Like, I want to say weaponize it for their own, like, agenda. Like, it doesn't have to be that. And you're right. Exactly. We're addressing, you know, pedophilia. She's a part of it. And then she's going to help us get all the motherfuckers that are a part of that crazy ass ring. Like, that's the point of it. Not that fact that she's a woman and woman owning Trump. Like, 
the fuck does that have to do with anything? With all due respect, like, yeah. oh man, it's crazy. I don't get it. I don't get it Shit, at all. I, I think I don't got nothing else. If you got something else, oh uh, no, I actually don't have anything else. Bunch of bullshit. Leave it for next week. Leave us on a serious note because I feel like you know addressing the presidency definitely was really our main you know point. We yeah. want people to at least have a clear cut. Um, uh, clear cut, unbiased mind. You know, when you go into the voting booth, you know, don't vote necessarily because you know Kanye West is dope ass motherfucker to you or whatever. Or he he's made dope sneakers or he's made dope music. You know, you got to use your mind. And even same thing with Biden. With all due respect, I mean, you know, like we don't want Trump, but like I mean, you know, I, I don't even know what to say. Like I guess I'm not gonna try and influence anybody, but definitely just have your own mind when it comes to those things, and don't allow yourself to just be easily biased. I guess that's like my message on that. <laughs> yeah, but shit, I think that's that's it for us today. Yeah. So, episode 18 in the books. 18 Thank in y'all the books. for listening. We appreciate it. We hope y'all staying safe. We are damn. We're almost fucking midway through July already. This is yeah, FDA, it's, almost twenty it's weeks of doing this shit. Yeah, which means it's almost weeks. halfway through the year that we've been doing this. Yeah, this almost honestly, we've months. been doing this podcast essentially in COVID. Really, it's really been yeah. Like like we launched, we did the one episode together, and then like honestly, since COVID. then we have it's been COVID lockdown. So it's so crazy. By the time we get to do the podcast together, it literally might be like the one year anniversary of the pod or something, which would be incredibly insane. Which would be crazy. Yeah. Who knows? Thank y'all for listening, and we will catch y'all on the next one.